Hello, this is the Newborn Nurse Podcast, and I'm your host, Rachel Ramsey, RNBSN. This podcast is for expectant and new mothers and families, and we are here to share with you a list of incredible newborn resources, services, professionals, and tips and tricks. We hope the info on this podcast informs you, helps you, and most of all, eases any anxieties, gives you confidence, and empowers you to be the best parent possible. Knowledge really is power, and we are here to inform and guide you through this season with your new baby. I am your host, Rachel Ramsey. I am a registered nurse and certified postpartum doula. I have 17 years of professional neonatal and maternal nursing experience in five years as the owner of The Newborn Nurse, a Nashville-based service that provides in-home care and newborn education to new families. I hope this podcast helps each of you in some big or small way. Biggest of congratulations and thanks for listening. You've got this, Mama, and we are here for you. As a reminder, any information you hear on this podcast is not a substitute for professional medical advice or treatment. Please see the full disclaimer on our website for more details. Website is listed in show notes. Hey guys, this is Rachel back from the newborn nurse. And today we have a very special guest, Dr. Kristen Walkerwitz, who is a chiropractor in the Green Hills area in Nashville. Tell everyone a little bit about yourself, what you do, how long you've been a chiropractor, um, and all the fun things. Okay. Um, well, hello, I'm Dr. Kristen Walkerwitz and I have been a chiropractor for, oh gosh, like 23 years now, which is hard to say out loud. Um, and I have been certified to, um, in pediatric and prenatal care since 2004. So whatever the math is on that, I guess what 17, 18 years, somewhere in there. Um, and so that is what I do. I treat patients of all ages. Um, however, I specialize in pediatric and prenatal care. Yes, she's one of the best of the best in Nashville. So we have her on today to ask her some specific questions about newborns, pregnancy, new moms, breastfeeding, all the things. She is the chiropractic guru in Nashville. The first thing I'd like to ask you is, can you tell me why a parent, why a parent, whether they're a new parent or have an older child, why they would bring their newborn or baby to your office? Sure. Um, So, well, Let's start with that. Um, birth is potentially the most traumatic experience you will go through in your life. Um, aside from like a car accident or something that may or may not happen, obviously, uh, later in life, but birth can be pretty traumatic. I mean, it's, it can be fast. Uh, it can be slow. There can be a lot of pressure that is, um, put on the baby's head and neck during the procedure, even in a C-section, it can still be traumatic, even if there's no pressure from the baby being born vaginally. So um, a lot of parents bring their babies to me if basically if they are not eating, sleeping, or pooping. (laughs) Those are the three main things. Um, And one of those things going wrong can affect the other two. So And a lot of parents, I will say, uh, tell me that they have no knowledge of chiropractic. They have no knowledge of babies in chiropractic and that they're a little skeptical that anything I do is going to help, but that they are kind of at their um, wits end of what to do about their child for one of those three things. And I see a lot of babies for latching issues um, and feeding issues in general. So even if they are bottle fed, Um, if they are not transferring milk and that kind of thing, um, 
it can be due to a tight jaw, tight neck, tight shoulder blades, um, lots of different things in the body going on um, that can create a lot of issues. But basically, a lot of feeding issues, reflux, um, gas, painful gas, uh, they're not sleeping, they um, are just uncomfortable. And when they are awake, they are not happy. Um, you know, babies should be fairly happy when they are awake, you know, unless they need something like food at the moment, or they have a wet diaper, or they need to burp or something like that. Um, but they shouldn't have to cry or be in pain because they have to burp or have gas or have reflux or something like that. Um, so chiropractic can help with those issues because obviously we focus on the spine and a newborn adjustment looks totally different than an adult adjustment uh, for those people that are, that are worried about that. Um, but we focus on the spine and the muscles around it. And basically if a parent brings their newborn to me and I'm talking newborn, like you know, the youngest I've adjusted was an hour and a half old. So if a patient brings a newborn to me, like in the first few weeks of life, when all they are supposed to be is this limp little noodle and they are this tight little bundle, then something is wrong and things aren't working the way that they should. And so if I can help alleviate that and get them looser and in alignment so their body can function like it should, then it gives them a good starting off point. Yeah. Now that's not to say that babies shouldn't be adjusted past three weeks. Of course, there's, so, you know, any age, obviously, but a lot of parents initially will bring their babies to me, um, super early on, or sometimes it's three or four months because you thought your baby might get over whatever they were going through and they didn't. And you realize that they're still just not happy and they should be. Yeah. I know birth can be, you know, a, a trauma for a baby because, um, they're being pushed through a very, very small opening and they can carry that stress in their body and their shoulders. And like you said, if you have a baby that is just constantly inconsolable all day, something is wrong and we need to find the root of what is going on with that. So you're a great place to start. Um, you know, I'm sure that the parent would go to the pediatrician as well, but also coming to you and trying to troubleshoot and see what you can do to help fix and alleviate the issue with the baby. Um, what are some of the things that you see the most? And then what are some benefits of um, coming to you for treatment of the issue? <clears throat> okay. Um, so the things that I see the most, you mean like the conditions or yes. the, the issues? Um, so the things that I see the most are honestly top of the list would be latching issues. Okay. Um, because if your baby's not eating, you you know, you need to fix that right away. Obviously, like babies aren't gaining weight, they are either not on the typical scale for weight gain, or they are very low at the bottom of the scale for weight gain. Um, and so there's something wrong with that. And there could be many things wrong with that, something that I might not even be, be able to help with. So you know, that's where like, other professionals come into play. But for my um, purpose, I find a lot of recessed jaws um, and tight jaws with that. And so, you know, the jaw is a hinge joint like the elbow, but it needs to swing forward, not just open and close. Like a lot of parents will say, well, it's just uncomfortable to nurse. Or if they're bottle fed, they say they just kind of bite down on the, the nipple on the bottle. And I'm, 
So my question is, does your baby chomp like an alligator? Yeah. <laughs> and if your baby chomps like an alligator, then it's not right. right. Um, the jaw needs to swing forward and get a deeper latch on whether it's, you know, mom or the, the bottle and be able to pull that milk in and get a good deep latch. Otherwise it is exhausting um, for a baby to have to um, chomp on the nipple and and try to get milk that way. Yeah. And I kind of liken it. I tell parents because a lot of parents even say, well, my baby falls asleep while eating. And so they're just a lazy eater. And I'm like, yeah, your baby's not a lazy eater. Your baby's exhausted and in pain. <laughs> um, and, and that's not to make them feel bad, but to make them realize that something else is going, going on. on. Right. Um, yeah. And I tell them that I, you know, in, at my office, there's a, a large back parking lot. And so they kind of relate to this when I say, if I asked you to walk from here to the back of the parking lot in your normal stride, but then to walk back with little teeny tiny baby steps, tell me that your legs aren't tired after walking those teeny tiny baby steps. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And that's what the chomping is when there's not a good deep latch. Like the baby is exhausted, falls asleep, still hungry, wakes up, still hungry. And so they're never satisfied and never content. Right. So the feeding is, is the, is a huge thing that I see babies for. I bet. And I'm sure you can agree with this, which we're actually going to interview a tongue tie specialist in a few weeks. But over the last few years, I've been a nurse, a neonatal nurse for 17 years. You have 23 years. Um, for some reason in the last five to seven years, we've seen a huge uptick in tongue ties. We don't know why. I don't know yeah. if it's because we're finding them more or they are more prevalent. But as you can agree, in the tongue tie um, isn't just under the tongue. It can also be in the cheeks and up on the top of the lip. And so I'm sure you've seen tongue ties, which can cause the baby to not be able to latch well. So some of your therapies can help kind of um, correct and loosen up that jaw for the baby. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, next question. So if you ever have a baby come in for an adjustment, like you just said earlier, it doesn't look like an adjustment on an adult. Obviously, you're not laying them on a table. Um, what does it look like when you are adjusting a newborn baby? So in my office, and, and people will tell me all the time, well, I looked it up on YouTube and I'm like, okay, um, that may not, may or may not be what I do. Um, you can find anything on YouTube and sometimes it's scary and sometimes it's not. Um, but, um, in my office, you know, my, my adjusting table for adults, it, um, it raises high enough where I can stand there and put a pillow on it that has a little dip in the middle and I lay your baby in the middle of it. Um, and so what I'm doing, I'm feeling for muscle tightness. I'm feeling to see, um, you know, are things symmetrical because this baby does not have a dominant hand, you know, dominant side. They don't um, sit in front of a computer all day. You know, they don't drive a car all day long. Not everything should be equal and symmetrical. And so I'm feeling for muscle symmetry and feeling for misalignment. And when I find it, what I'm going to do is either massage the area or stretch it until I feel things slide back into place. So it actually takes longer than adjusting an adult, um, because it takes, you know, it's a longer process. Um, and I'm not going to lie. Sometimes those babies yell at me and, but when a baby finally, things finally relax on that baby, sometimes they actually, you can see them kind of take a deep breath and just sigh. 
and relax. Thank you. <laughs> and yes, I mean, they can't lie about what they're feeling. Like they're mad at me and they yell at me because they have no words to say, Hey, that's a tight spot. But I mean, parents worry that I'm hurting them and I'm not, I mean, I say to the parent too, like, do they cry when they're hungry? And they say, yes. And I go, well, are you hurting them? Cause you didn't feed them. And they're like, well, no. And I'm like, well, that's the same thing. They don't have words to say, Hey, I'm hungry. I'm wet. That muscle's tight. It's all the same. And when that problem is resolved, they stop. So, um, so I'm just kind of gently massaging, like I said, um, stretching and, and, um, trying to get things to relax and just kind of let that baby be a limp little noodle that they're supposed to be. I know, um, with newborns in the nursery, in the hospital, so many of them, you know, the last few weeks, they're so tight in the womb. A lot of them come out and they are asymmetrical, like their head might be kind of turned a certain way or their jaw. Um, so being able to make them more symmetrical, I'm sure is very helpful. Um, the next thing I'd like to go on to is, um, kind of talking about the mom. So you do newborn care, you do baby uh, treatments, but then you also do help for the mothers. And I know you've had several of our clients with mastitis. Um, Mm -hmm. You help with clogged ducts and you do an ultrasound therapy for that. Can you explain a little bit about that treatment that y'all do? Yeah. Yeah. So um, the ultrasound therapy that we do, um, because Obviously, if you've had a baby, you typically know what ultrasound is. Um, Ultrasound as a therapy does not show a picture. What it does, um, the ultrasound machine is set at a therapeutic setting and it sends sound waves into the breast tissue to help break up um, any clog that might be there. I kind of tell moms um, so that they can get a visual of it is if you... um, If you were drinking a milkshake through a straw, right, and you were done with it and you set it aside and you came back to it and you looked inside that straw, you would still see bits of the milkshake that adhered to the walls of the inside of the straw. And that is kind of what a clogged duct is doing, Um, but it can actually fully clog the entire duct. So a lot of moms are able to get relief on their own through massage, through, um, you know, some supplements through all other kinds of um, techniques that their lactation consultant gives them. But there are some times that there is still that milk that is adhered to the walls of the duct. And so the ultrasound therapy sends sound waves into the tissue and it vibrates and it shakes the clog free so that then the milk can pass through freely and the clog is, or I mean, the duct rather is completely open and there is no more clog. Um, sometimes we'll see moms um, who, you know, they, they were able to alleviate it on their own and then it comes back a day or two later and they wonder why. And so, um, and that's why it's because not everything got released from the walls of the duct itself. So the ultrasound therapy can help with that. I will say though, that it is not a substitute. Um, if you have mastitis, it is not a substitute for antibiotics or anything else you may need to take to help mastitis. Like it is not a cure-all, it is just to help get the duct to open up and get that milk out. And there's no rhyme or reason or set amount of treatments. Sometimes moms are, they get one and done 
you know, they just need one treatment and they are good to go. And others we have to see a few days in a row or, you know, something of that nature. And sometimes it is also related to the way that their baby's latching. So we end up treating the baby as well. And the combination of getting the baby to latch better and moms to get rid of the clog, it makes for a better nursing relationship. I'd heard a little bit about that therapy, but that is really neat to kind of know how it fully works and what a cool thing you offer. Hey everyone, this is Rachel from The Newborn Nurse. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you are learning some valuable and helpful information on this podcast. If you would like to learn even more, we have something new and exciting to tell you about. We have created our Newborn Care 101 online video course for first-time expectant parents or parents who want a refresher course in newborns. This course is taught by me, a neonatal newborn nurse and expert of 18 years and founder of The Newborn Nurse. It's so super important to make sure you are gathering your newborn information from a trusted and experienced source as you prepare for your baby. This course is a series of educational videos where you will learn everything you need to know about newborn care all in one spot without having to search and scroll all over the internet. You can take this course in the comfort of your own home and nursery with your own baby equipment and at your own pace. You can also rewatch the videos as many times as you would like with unlimited access to these videos for an entire year. Many of the families who have already taken this course have reached out to tell me how helpful it is to go back and be able to review these videos once their baby has arrived. In this course, you will learn swaddling, diapering, bathing, breastfeeding, bottle feeding, burping, cord care, how to use your breast pump and car seat, how to prevent mastitis, calm a fussy baby, and much, much more. You also get free printables, including a checklist of what to pack in your hospital bag, a must-haves product list for your baby registry, and the best part, you get free access to our Facebook online community group where you can meet other new moms and also have access to me, Rachel, for any newborn questions you have along your journey. The families who have taken this course already have raved about it and have felt it has been super helpful and allowed them to feel prepared, organized, ready, and knowledgeable about their newborn. For our podcast listeners, you can receive 10% off this course with coupon code, all caps, podcast, at the checkout. The link to purchase this course is in the show notes below. Thank you for being here and best wishes to you and your family. I hope you feel loved, supported, and empowered as a new parent. Thanks so much and have a great day. The next thing, um, another mom-centered treatment that you guys do. Can you talk a little bit about adjustments before and after the baby is born? Kind of what you do to prepare mom for birth and then after birth to kind of get her body back? Sure. Um, So um, before birth, and I, I will see moms, it is safe to be adjusted from the moment they conceive to honestly being in labor. I have adjusted moms in labor um, and I have adjusted them between contractions that are three to five minutes apart. Um, And they're on their way to wherever they are are giving birth, whether it's back home, birth center, hospital. Um, But as long as you know what you're doing as a chiropractor and know that mom's body does not respond to adjustments the same way it did when she wasn't pregnant. So, the, um, the hormones, you know, play a huge part in how much your ligaments are relaxed and how much movement there should be and how much movement you want to try to create beyond that. Um, because for example, if you came in, Rachel, um, as you are now, you know, not pregnant, um, I might adjust you one way. 
and know that your body and your muscles and your ligaments move a certain way. However, if you came to me and you are, you know, a few months pregnant or 35 weeks pregnant or whatever, I need to know how much movement there could potentially be in your body and not to go beyond that because it does take about a year for your ligaments to get back to normal strength. So if I make the ligaments even looser, then I'm just making that harder for you after you have your baby. So, um, the different techniques that we do, um, allow for the pelvis to be in proper alignment so that that nice little round head comes through a nice round opening because that nice little round head does not want to come through a crooked opening and cause mom more pain and themselves more pain. So that's kind of what we want. We want baby to um, be able to go head down when they feel like it. And it's cause it's all up to them. We all know they're all calling the shots. Like <laughs> the baby is in control, um, but we want baby to go head down. We want baby to engage and we want baby to, um, you know, drop and get in the right position and then have the easiest way out possible. Um, so oftentimes moms come in and they say, Oh, my baby's breech. Um, so we do adjustments that are not going to physically turn the baby, but we are giving the baby the space to turn, um, and giving them the space to get in the right position. And it is ultimately up to the baby, whether or not that happens. Um, sometimes babies are what's called sunny side up and, you know, we can do adjustments where the baby just fits in a better position and feels like they can then spin and kind of go, um, you know, headed in the direction and facing the direction that, that they should be. So a lot of it is just kind of what limitations are there and, you know, um, and what, what do we need to do to get symmetry? And then of course, there's also the fact that the baby has displaced all of mom's organs and pushing up on their diaphragm. And sometimes there's a foot in their ribs or a hand in their ribs or something like that. And so their breathing is affected. You know, everything is growing in the front, whether it, you know, the belly, the breasts, everything, and the spine wants to go with it. And so it's my job to make sure that mom can breathe and that there's enough room in there for baby to uh, do what they need to do. Um, but the one thing I tell all moms that I see and the majority of them come in my office and they immediately sit down and cross their legs. They cross one knee over the other that immediately closes down the pelvis and, um, and creates asymmetry in the pelvis that those loose ligaments can no longer get back to neutral on their own. So when I tell moms to stop crossing their legs, that alone, when they realize that they can in fact do that, um, gives them, um, less pain overall, if they've come in my office for pain, um, and just kind of better symmetry, better sleeping, all kinds of things. So that's super interesting. Yeah. I never thought about that. Awesome. Yeah. What about postpartum? So baby's born, life is good. What mm-hmm. kind of treatments and adjustments can you do for mom after baby comes to kind of get her body back, um, as good in alignment as possible? So afterwards, um, and honestly, if mom had a vaginal delivery, she can come in whenever she feels like it. Um, for a C-section birth, the, um, the only thing I can't do, I am not going to adjust their pelvis until they're six weeks uh, postpartum with a C-section because we want everything to heal. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they lie face down on my table, and I push on them, I don't want them to feel any pressure in their belly or feel like that incision might be tearing at all. So I do have different techniques where I can adjust their neck and their upper back uh, with them lying on their back. They don't have to lay face down. Um, 
but if I'm just adjusting everything, I can do whatever I need to do. Mom didn't have a C-section or it's six weeks postpartum. Um, you know, again, that pelvis went through a lot. <laughs> um, it, it, um, it changed, it reshaped. Um, there's often pubic bone pain before or after giving birth that is termed, um, lightning crotch that people don't want to say, like, they'll come in my office and they're very hesitant to say it. And I'm like, does it feel like you got kicked in the crotch? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, okay, well, we can help that. So there are specific adjustments for that too, um, while they're pregnant and afterwards. Um, but I mean, afterwards, nursing and just holding your baby, even if you don't nurse your baby, but you bottle feed, um, doesn't matter. You're still holding your baby and your shoulders are so rounded and you're looking down all the time. I feel so like you're in that position of, for like yeah. five years. <laughs> yeah. And you ever picking yeah. up toys, like picking the baby up, you're kind of like this for yes. a long time. Yes. So we need to get things back. We need to get the shoulders back. We need to get the head back um, and just alleviate a lot of that pain. Cause again, it does take up to a year to get back to normal strength, those ligaments. And so um, it's, it's a struggle, you know, mom goes through a lot for that. Yeah. It is a lot of moving oh. parts when you have a baby. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that is all I have on my list. Is there anything else you'd like to go over um, or talk about, you've given us such great information today, things that I didn't even know about. So this is wonderful. Um, so yeah, is there anything else, any extra little nuggets you'd like to add? Um, no, I mean, just, I, I think that it's very important for um, the doctor, whether you are getting, you know, your baby adjusted or you're getting prenatal care. Um, as chiropractors in school, we all learn how to adjust the general population, but we don't really learn how to do, um, how to adjust babies and how they're different and how to adjust pregnant women and how they're different. Cause again, a baby's spine is totally different than any other stage of life actually, you know, so knowing what's happening and at, at an infant stage versus a two-year-old stage and a four-year-old stage and, a you know, an adult stage, like all the way up, um, is, uh, is kind of important to knowing what kind of movement the body's supposed to have and if it's limited or not. And again, just knowing at those stages, you know, what's, what's supposed to happen. So like, like you said, a couple of times, babies can't tell us what's hurting. They can't tell us what is wrong with them. That's why they cry. So being able exactly. to, you know, take a small baby or child and, and, you know, treat them as, is great. Yes. And I love it. So yes. you were my chiropractor before I moved 30 minutes away from downtown Nashville. So that's the only reason I don't come to you anymore, but I sure do miss you. You were awesome. <laughs> you were mine for many years. Um, awesome. Well, thank you for your time today. This is such great information. I, like I said, I even learned a little bit. Um, and if you would like to let everyone know where they can find you, if they would like to come see you for a prenatal visit or um, bring in their newborn or a postpartum visit. <clears throat> yeah. So I am at Nashville Spine Sport and Family Chiropractic in Green Hills on Richard Jones Road. You can go to the Green Hills Mall and then you can go see Dr. Walkerwitz. <laughs> well, most people say, because we're right down the road from Trader Joe's. So most people say, oh, good. I can go to Trader Joe's. So if that's what brings you to Green Hills, then so be it. <laughs> yes. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for your time tonight. And I appreciate it. And this is some great information for our family. So thank you. 
Thank you, Rachel. It's awesome. You. Have a great night. Okay. You Thank too. You. All right. Bye. Bye. If you loved what you heard on our podcast today, don't forget you can learn even more with our new Newborn Care 101 online video course. This course is taught by me, a newborn registered nurse expert, and covers all kinds of newborn education, including swaddling, diapering, bathing, breastfeeding, how to use your breast pump and car seat, sleep training, and much, much more. You also get free access to our online course community, which gives you direct access to me, Rachel, for any newborn questions along the way. Our podcast listeners get a special discount, so make sure to use coupon code PODCAST in all caps at the checkout. The link to purchase this course is in show notes below. Thanks so much and have a great day. Although I am a nurse, I am not your medical provider, and any information from me is purely educational and is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult a professional for your particular situation before making any decisions. My opinion about any brands we mention on the podcast is based on my personal experience and is not an endorsement about the suitability of any products for your particular need.